Hello and welcome to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine podcast. I'm Laura Feetham and I'm very pleased to be joined today by Dr. Valerie Page, who is a consultant in anaesthesia and critical care at Watford General Hospital. And today we're going to be discussing the use of statins to treat delirium in the intensive care unit. Valerie, thanks very much for joining me. So you and a group of colleagues recently conducted a trial to see whether a statin was effective in reducing delirium in critically ill patients in the ICU. First off, please could you explain what delirium is and why it's such a problem? So delirium is a, an acute confusional state. It's very common in intensive care patients because they're so sick. So it's very common in a hospital. In any hospital of a thousand beds, they'll have a hundred patients that are delirious. So it's with our increase in illness, it's very common in our patients, and it's associated with worse outcomes, the most important of which is cognitive impairment. So these patients are often left with a, an acquired dementia, if you like, that, that persists. Not all patients, but enough for us to want to try and modify, reduce, or prevent delirium. They are also have a prolonged hospital stay, prolonged intensive care stay. They're longer on the ventilators. And the, the reason that this is, is uh, the majority of patients who have delirium have a, what's called a hypoactive delirium. So delirium has been recognized in intensive care for, you know, for, for years. It was, it's been called ICU psychosis. I still occasionally hear it referred to as ICU psychosis. And that's because a small proportion of our delirious patients get very combative and they have to be quite deeply sedated. So that's, um, that's those patients. But the majority of delirious patients are, in fact, Stuporose, lethargic, they're asleep all the time, or they're just staring into space. They don't move. They don't. They don't move in a sort of natural way in the bed. They're, so they they will sit on a ventilator with the endoscule tube in, quite happy being ventilated. And if you take the tube out, they will much higher risk of being reintubated, and that has risks associated with it. So for all of these reasons, uh, we wanted to do something to manage uh, either prevent or treat the delirium. Okay, so why did you try simvastatin to treat delirium in these patients? So the pathophysiology, the mechanisms of, of delirium are not, not entirely clear, but what is clear is there's a degree of neuroinflammation. But, you know, there's enough evidence to say our patients, can, you know, with these sort of sepsis, the critically ill patients, the body gets inflamed, so the brain will get inflamed, and, which presents as delirium. So we wanted to see if we could modify the inflammation. We were targeting inflammation. And statins have a number of anti-inflammatory properties, and they are of the anti-inflammatory agents that are available. They have less side effects, so that you don't run the risk of renal failure, bleeding. So, and they have been used in a number of, of trials for critical illness because of these properties. The reason we use simvastatin is because that's lipophilic, so you get good brain penetration. So it was going to get to the organ that we were trying to, to treat. So that's why we use simvastatin. And could you tell me a little bit about the design of the trial and how you went about testing this hypothesis? So this is a, a robust, double-blind, randomised trial. We had simvastatin and placebo, identical, and we identified patients who were high risk, so our patients on ventilators, who were urgent admissions, emergency admissions. Once we'd consented, we would randomise them to either receive placebo or simvastatin. We chose good dose of simvastatin, so it was 80 milligrams daily. We were only given a short course, and these are intensively monitored patients, of course, uh, and we only gave it while they were on the intensive care unit. So they received either simvastatin or placebo, and then we 
collected data with regard to their delirium. Our primary outcome was of 14 days because that was in keeping with the average length of stay of our patients on the ICU. And it was to do with patients being alive, delirium-free, and coma-free. So the idea of that is that if patients are in coma, usually due to sedation, so if patients are sedated such that you can't assess them for delirium, they need to be able to engage, you know, squeeze your hand as a minimum. If you can't assess them for delirium, then they are, while we don't know what the nature of coma is in detail, we do know it's not normal brain function. So what we wanted to do was to have an outcome that tried to encapsulate relatively normal brain function as far as we can assess it in the intensive care unit. So a patient who was awake and who was screening negative for delirium using, using the delirium tool we used, which was the confusion assessment ICU, the CAM, the CAM ICU. And so we just looked to see how many, how many days were patients alive, free of delirium, free of coma, and in the two groups. And we did a 142 patients, which was powered for this, this outcome. So the trial showed that the intervention was actually not effective. What does this mean for future research into pharmacological treatments for delirium? I think for, it wasn't effective in our population. I think, uh, you know, our patients are very, they have a lot of drivers for delirium. Delirium will keep going as long as whatever's causing it or if, if additional things are causing it. As long as it, there's a driver for delirium, it generally keeps going. You have to manage the cause. That's, the, that's essentially what you need to do with delirium. And, uh, you know, the inflammation was probably established before they were admitted to ICU. And it may be that the simvastatin may have effect in a patient who is less sick, the patient less sick population. But certainly in our critical care population, it doesn't work. You know, I think we've quite clearly proved that. We also did a previous trial on antipsychotics, which similarly didn't work. Um, so my, my, my interest in, in drug interventions, I, I'm not quite sure where that leaves us. There are other uh, more tenuous. I think we need to know more about the pathophysiology and start looking for therapeutic targets based on that. But uh, I'm now pursuing non-pharmacological means. In fact, trying to reduce the risk of delirium. What what is keeping our delirious patients delirious and sedatives are are quite clearly uh, something that we need to sort of try and modify the use on. But I'm sure that hopefully it's some someone somewhere is looking into different pharmacological interventions for the, the prevention and treatment of delirium. Valerie, thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk about my work.